People like games. What is up, folks? It's Reggie with People Like Games, and today we're taking a look at one of the most ambitious god games of the 2000s with Spore. Let's get into it. It all starts with Will Wright. Wright was the independent creator of SimCity, which ended up pioneering the urban simulation genre. After a massive success and losing his home to a fire in 1991, Wright wanted to create what he called a virtual dollhouse, where the citizens could be emphasized over the city at large. From there, the Sims truly took off, each game adding more and more interactions with your Sims and expanding the realm of the simulation god game. The Sims were and still are a phenomenon, and we could talk about it more another time, but we're here today to talk about Wright's would-be magnum opus, Spore. In a TED Talk back in 2007, check the description for the full video, Wright talks about his vision of looking at games as toys and the influence of his unconventional education known as the Montessori method. This emphasized kids as independent and eager to learn, does away with tests, and instead opts for a hands-on approach, and in the case of children, games and toys that foster learning. Here's what he had to say about his inspiration in game development. And it wasn't until later as I started making games that I really actually think of them more as toys. People call me a game designer, but I really think of these things more as toys. But I started getting very interested in Marie Montessori and her methods and the kind of way she went about things and the way she saw it very valuable for kids to kind of discover things on their own rather than being taught these things just kind of overtly. And she would design these toys where kids in playing with the toys would actually come to understand these deep principles of life and nature through play. And since they discovered those things, it really stuck with them so much more. And also... The beauty of sport was the seemingly endless customizability of your species. Throughout the game, you follow the journey of your species from single-celled organism to land-dwelling creature, even all the way up to the space exploration stage. For the first few stages, the player can actively evolve their species and test how it fares in the procedurally generated worlds of Spore. From there, your creature isn't just stuck with you. Your creations can be uploaded into the game server and be encountered and interacted with by any other player on the internet. Once you reach the galactic stage, even terraforming comes under your control, and your actions have immense consequences on the planet. Check out Will crushing a planet with CO2. Back in 2008, Spore was easily one of the most anticipated, somewhat educational games of all time. It also received rave reviews. Critics loved the ability to tap into your imagination for nearly endless content, but it obviously was not without criticism. In a way, Spore set out to be a little more than it could with the New York Times citing a severe lack in depth in the first four stages, aside, of course, from the customizability. Otherwise, the bulk of the gameplay and Spore's biggest strengths came mostly from the space stage. Gameplay wasn't the only criticism, though. Spore ran into big trouble with its DRM, also known as Digital Rights Management, and the software it used, Securam. Long story short, players were only allowed to activate Spore on three devices, but the software would recognize even the most minute upgrade to your PC as a change, and a few players ran into problems within just a few weeks. To keep it even shorter, a DRM-free version of Spore has been available since 2016. What else can I say except classic EA? I guess we should also touch on the scientific backlash. As I'm sure you know if you've seen any video on Spore, the portrayal of some things like single-celled organisms weren't exactly accurate as well as the player's interference in evolution, which is where the bulk of the scientific criticism comes in. Yeah, of course scientists would be a little upset. 
But if Wright's intention was to make kids more inclined to learn, not to teach them that the way of spore is absolutely correct, then he did a damn good job. Studies conducted by Science Magazine echoed evolutionary criticisms, but they did suggest that the game inspired much more complex thinking on the subject of evolution than the simplistic model of the game. Point well right. Unfortunately, that's all I've got time for today, folks. Let us know what you think of Spore down in the comments and go check out some of the insane creations that people still make to, on Spore to this day. We'll be back next week. Peace.